Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, the caramel in your macchiato. I'm Tommy Calhoun, the vanilla in your bean. And I'm Tim. Don't you fucking dare put any flavoring or sweetener or milk in that coffee. Just give it to me black and straight. I don't give a... I don't care. Just gross. Mm, <laughs> give me that bitter, bitter coffee. I can Nasty. go for I can go for coffee multitude of ways, um, and and one of those is straight. One of those is just hot black. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Now I do want to say this, and this is no goof, no gaff, no joke. Okay. This is one hundred percent a real fact that you can that you can Google right now. Okay. Do you guys know where like modern vanilla extract comes from? Not vanilla. It's gonna be some whack ass shit. Just lay it on me. It absolutely is. It actually is. Uh, an oil that is expressed from a beaver's anal glands. That, I thought I knew that. I, I was like, right. it, yeah. okay, I think it's a beaver's anus, but if I say um, that and I'm wrong, yeah. people are going <laughs> to think I'm fucking weird as hell. Of course, of course. Tommy, what like... beaver anuses have you been sucking on? <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> you know vanilla's my favorite flavor. God, you know that, uh, or fucking, you know. Um, of course, there's like gonna be some brands that are like they got like you know from vanilla beans and shit like that, but they're mm-hmm. just so fucking expensive, dude. They one, are expensive. One vanilla bean is like a lot of money. Oh yeah, no. That's I for mean, sure. it's not like that much money. It's not like you're spending a hundred dollars on one vanilla bean. No, but like yeah, but it's like per per bean, it's really like yeah. considerable amount of money for like yeah one. for a bean for a bean. It's yeah. a lot of money for a bean. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you consider how much like actual flavor you get out of it. Yeah. It's a lot okay, hold on a second. You get a lot of flavor out of vanilla bean. Yeah, but like not not at like a mass production. Yeah, not level. near as much as you would get out of a beaver's ass. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That you know, fair. that's that's one of those things I live by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should just start farming our own beans. You mean our own beavers? No, I don't care about the beavers, man. I want the <laughs> I want the good stuff. I want the good stuff. Well, the, the where we live, this climate, it's not very uh, Dude, well, accessible to live, grow this, vanilla beans. But this beavers, climate, yeah, no, we, we got beans. beavers out the ass. <laughs> yeah, well, it's out the ass of beavers. Yeah. Tommy, that's what we're. Yeah. That's what no, I want the vanilla beans. I don't care about the climate. I don't think, care about these beavers. Tim, you want vanilla beans, but we're getting vanilla beavers. And that's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. Everyone's got beavers. Everyone has them. Like, ask ask anyone. They have a beaver. I swear to you. I promise. I'm not making this shit up. I don't have a beaver. You have. A, you just don't know about it yet. <laughs> However, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you know that have a vanilla bean? I can't afford to be a father. Uh, none. Exactly. We can capitalize on this market, guys. <laughs> We can I, capitalize on this market. Well, then how about this, Winky? Okay. Instead of having to grow vanilla beans, yeah. how about we just make toys for people's beavers? Oh. Like chew toys? Yeah, and this isn't like, you know, toys for people's beavers. This isn't like a sex thing. This is like... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> no one was thinking that. No one was thinking okay. that. Statistically, at least one person. Yeah, no, no, statistically, no, no. zero people were thinking that except for you. You were the one person that was thinking that, Marcus. Okay, Tim, if somebody said, let's make toys for people's beavers, immediately my mind is going to go, how do I get from point A to point B here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, point A being what you said, and point B being making toys for beavers, the animal. 
You know what? Forget it. Yeah. Fucking forget it. Yeah, let's not get back on the subject of buttholes right now, Marcus. Well, wait. I was gonna say, do you guys think that like the especially freaky beavers who like like if they like eat each other's ass and they're like oh, <laughs> vanilla? <laughs> oh no! I feel like oh, I feel like you guys are getting confused with a uh, beaver's ass tasting like vanilla and one part of their ass tasting like vanilla. Because if you eat a beaver's ass, like the whole thing. Well, is yeah, it's vanilla. like your tongue. You, your tongue has different taste buds on it, so you eat, there's like different tastes. Exp- by different parts of the beaver's ass. It's like a, uh, you guys know like those all-in-one Coke machines? (laughs) Please give me a question, please! Please! Beaver's ass freestyle. (laughs) I have a question for you guys. Please. Oh no. Save me. Oh no. Okay. So this one comes from at Case of Spades 32 on Twitter. Thank you, at Case of Spades 32 on Twitter. Thank you. And it is, what movie would be the least appropriate to make a Lego set out of? I've got it. Leave it to Beaver. The Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Okay, so the so the way they could package it... the best set! The way the they package set. it is that the front of the box is, like, the two dudes and then the machine. The, yeah. like, machine that, like... Spoiler alert. Uh, spoilers for the prestige. The machine that copies the dude every time. Yeah. And then the back of the box has like a like see-through cutout portion. And it's just piles and piles of the Lego guy. <laughs> That's like, the guy yeah. that copies himself. Yeah. <laughs> they have like just X's fucking... over his eyes. Yeah. Piles of dead Hugh Jackman Lego. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, you I... can even shoot off. This is this is in the Lego set. You can shoot off a portion of the one of the Lego boy's hands. They have replaceable hands. Oh my god! Oh my god. He gets yeah. his fingers shot off. Fuck you! Oh I would love, we have to have a, some portion of some episode in the future. Has to be my review of the Prestige. I will say just straightforward. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it was, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. But I have some gripes. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Marcus, for Marcus sure. is prefacing that because I was the one who introduced him to the Prestige. Yeah. I love The Prestige. I oh, no, I really liked movie. it. I think people should watch it. I have it. zero gripes with that movie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I think another movie that would be terrible for a Lego set would be Boogie Nights. Oh, um, no. Don oh, Cheadle would come. <laughs> spoilers if you haven't seen Boogie Nights. Don Cheadle would come uh, with his like gas station attire mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm. gun. And so then like you know, whenever he goes inside yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like. Uh, you can flip the head around, and it's just Don Cheadle's face covered in blood. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Except for, uh, don't forget the money bag. Oh yeah, it also comes with the money bag. Yeah, yeah, the cashola. Right. Got to have the cashola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, that would that, that would just I, be really sad. I feel like that one's <laughs> not really so much sad. inappropriate, so much as in poor taste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in horrible taste. Such ho- the movie already rides a line. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's no need. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Now you're just making me think of like Lego City Adventures, but like uh, it's like Lego Hitler, and the camera zooms in, and he goes, "Hey!" <laughs> God, no, uh, no, no, no! That's that's Jojo Rabbit, a summary. Yeah. What um, if they made like a Lego, like a Modern Warfare, like the video game, like Call of Duty? That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Does Lego have an FPS? I don't think they do. No. Get to it, Lego. Not per se. You yeah, have you your hand in literally every other franchise. Uh, Please make a Call of Duty. <laughs> Lego Shawshank Redemption? That. that would just be good. That would just be great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> really Lego, Lego Shawshank Redemption, but when you buy it, uh, there's, like, so you get, like, the thing. It's, like, the the set itself is the, like, 
hole they dig out of the prison or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in the bottom of the box is a piece of paper, and it's like, you have to go to... What's that thing he says in the movie? Where San Watanejo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it gives you a fucking <laughs> like you actually you to, go yeah. go dig it up. <laughs> oh no! But it's the, just a, a bunch of Lego pieces. On the east of... end of the field, there's an old oak tree and a large wall. You're gonna at towards the end of the oak tree, you're gonna find a Lego brick that has no <laughs> earthly business doing being there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I put all my Legos. Yep. Yep. And you can have them, but only you, for a small price of nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> God, quick! They're selling out fast. <laughs> I feel like there's another movie that we could do that would be even. I think there is. Even I'm, I'm like I'm grasping at the air right now. Yeah, I'm fine. Like we're looking. It's almost there. I can feel it. The room. That's a good one. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah, yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah. that would be. So bad. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. No. <laughs> no. But it would be a strong emphasis. It would only be inappropriate if they had a strong emphasis on the weird sex scenes, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, like, you know, in the in the box, in the Lego set, you get, like, a bed, but with those, like, weird curtains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Billy Madison. Oof, yeah. Really anything with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Click. Yeah. What I if they like... made a click Lego set? That would be <laughs> horrible. <laughs> what if what if you wake up the next day, go to like, you know, you're just having to do some essential grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. You go inside Target, Walmart, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And there it is, the new click Lego set that came out in the year twenty twenty Annie Domino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like came out a, a Adam Sandler Lego is inherently an evil thing. I think it is. <laughs> like I, I think that is just like like a Chucky doll. Like it yeah. just inherently is evil. Predisposed to evil. Yeah, yeah. It's like if anything could be haunted. Like yeah. If anything, if ever there was a thing for an evil spirit to latch onto. Yeah. It would be. It's an easy target. It is a very easy target because it it has an aura of yeah vileness yeah. to it. Yeah. Tommy. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There it is. What a good transition. There it is. <laughs> That's that's what it says. Like you like oh that's hear, the logo hear, on the box. No no no. You just you just hear something in your closet late one night, and you're like, what is that? And it's like, it's like muffled through the door, and you like go over to your closet and open it up, and you still hear it, and it's like coming from your Lego set, and you go and open it up, and like he's got his head turned away from you, but the Adam Sandler face just turns around and goes. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> is this the fucking Indian in the cupboard? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you leave your fucking Adam Sandler Lego set inside the cupboard and you open it up. <laughs> okay, now we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, now we're, we're fucking done with that. Oh, oh god. No. That's the name of the movie, right? The book? Yeah, that's the name of the mm-hmm. book. That book was so racist. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So incredibly, never yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't read kids, it when so. I was like aware of any of that. Yeah, I was same, like seven, same. so yeah. like I'm sure if I went back and read that book now, I'd be like, "Wow, this is fucked up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All I remember was that at one point, uh, the like soldier that he puts in uh, gives a bunch of like machine guns to the Native Americans, and oh, I can't, I don't even want to say it out loud with my mouth the line that it was but it was very racist let me just put that out there mm. everyone should know it was, it was a very racist thing to have happened it's yeah. a very problematic book okay i have a reddit question okay <laughs> yeah lay it on so this was posted to the who would win subreddit by user von kaiser 55 thank you 
for posting. This question is interesting. Samurai Jack replaces Aang the Avatar in Avatar The Last Airbender. Can Jack pass all the obstacles Aang has been through and defeat the Fire Lord? Absolutely not. I don't well, think so. he does kill Aku, who's like a fucking does he do interdimensional that? being. I thought the show ended before he was able to do that. Well, then they made the second one. Oh. Uh, and that... where he fucking kills a coup. I thought that was still ongoing. Maybe, but we all know he's going to kill a coup. Okay, eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah, yeah. but like in the meantime, all he is is I man think... with sword, which well, effectively is Sokka, so. Well, he can jump good. Yeah. So, so I think Sokka. I think for the <laughs> most part. Jack. I think for the most part, he could, mm. but the things that he's going to struggle with is probably warding off the Fire Nation from the North Pole and. Anything to do with bossing, say. I was actually going to say, I think that Jack would actually be really good at leading a rebellion. See, but he would never be able to find Appa is the thing. Ah, uh, yes. Fight Appa? Find Appa. Find, find Appa. Appa. No, he would never be able to beat the shit out of Appa. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember that in Avatar. <laughs> that was <laughs> be fucked up. Honestly, whenever I said that, I felt dirty. I'm sorry, Appa. I I mean, you're <laughs> the purest of characters. Yeah. Yep, yep, Appa. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think like the first the the first major block I can think of is the end of the first book because like yeah the only way they beat them is because Aang goes like fucking big boy mode and just yeah. wrecks all their shit as oh, a giant koi yeah. man yeah yeah that's kind of like what gets the thing about it is is mm-hmm. that what gets Aang out of all of his problems is either him going into the Avatar state are we assuming he's the Avatar. It, like, I think it's the assumption is that he has, like, whatever, like, the power is necessary to, like, do the Avatar things, but he doesn't have the Avatar powers. Like, he still has to go and, like, talk to the previous oh, Avatar so this is not to, like, like yeah. can he do the fights at all? So we're assuming he can already do the fights pre, like, so the fights don't even matter at this point. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, the, like, like, he has the, like, the story license to be able to do the stuff that the avatar yeah. avatar has to do in the like okay like so like, like the uh, spirit channeling yeah, stuff yeah. but he still has to do the fights and, and that, all that one part where they go to the airbender temple and he has to yeah uh, make the door open yeah. remember that part yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure he can yeah yeah no, so he, he can, can figure out that, what but as far as like okay okay I, I get it i don't think there are two things that get ang out of his trouble, and that is him going into the avatar state, yeah. which Jack can't do, and also his friends, which Jack wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What if the the Scotsman replaces Sokka <laughs> and Katara? Who's the Scotsman? <laughs> He's that. Like I never watched Samurai Jack. Okay, so there's this episode where Jack has to cross a cross a bridge, right? Yeah. And there's essentially a bridge toll, a bridge troll, but it's just this giant fucking Scotsman. Like he's like twice the size of Jack, and yeah. like as wide as he is tall, and he's very angry okay. and calls Jack a multitude of Scottish words. Oh. And then they fight and it's like a very close battle, but Jack comes out on top. But anyway, the Scotsman is like a very beloved character in that series. Mm, okay. Because of that one episode. But they wouldn't be friends, would they? They would not be friends. Well, we're just saying as a bonus yeah. round. Oh, okay. Scotsman oh, yeah. and Jack. Yeah. Bonus it was, it was a joke. Yeah. Uh, on our comedy podcast. Also, I think, <laughs> I, I may be wrong because it's been forever since I've seen this episode, but I, it's very much one of those episodes where it's feasible where at the end, even though Jack wins, they respect each other as warriors. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. then I don't think they like kill each other, do they? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I I want Jack to win. I think he could like fight Fire Lord Ozai and beat him, but I don't think he could, like I think there's other things that are obstacles to him. Like he couldn't stop the fucking giant 
tunneling machines that they have in that one part. Oh, he also couldn't make it out of the tunnel that leads to Bossing Say, out of the mountain, secret lovers tunnel or whatever. Secret tunnel. The secret lovers tunnel. Yeah. I don't think that's Bossing Say, is it? Uh, I, well, they're, I think they're trying to go that's to Bossing Say. That's another part. Yeah, they're trying to go to Bossing Say, mm. like they're on the way. And to get there, the path leads them to a mountain, and they can't get through. Because remember, there's the hippie guy, and he goes, secret tunnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aang yeah. and Katara had to kiss for them to get out. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah, my yeah. point is, he has no one to kiss, so he can't get out. Unless he kisses the Scotsman, and they're actually in love. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> See, I like one. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, okay. they can, what if they just hiked over the mountain, though? Uh, I think you can't do that for you some You can't reason. hike over the mountain. Well, can't go could. over it, can't go under it, gotta go through it. Secret yeah, tunnel. Yeah, but they're not Samurai Jack. Is the thing. Tunnel. Through the mountain. Yeah. And die. Uh, that's that's how it happens at the end. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, probably not. That's I think that's our answer. Yeah, yeah I, I, I will say my answer is definitely not. Gotcha, yeah. I see why you guys might think Fire Lord Ozai might lose to a mm-hmm. simple sword boy. No, I never said that. Well, I think that Ozai takes it like seven out of ten. I think Ozai Jack takes is it no ten simple ten. sword boy. Well, okay, now, his sword is magic. Let me say this: his sword may be magic. However, Fire Lord Ozai can fly. Yeah, and Jack can jump good. Have you ever seen the Jump Good episode, Tim? That's like one of the best pieces of animation that has ever fucking existed. I've never seen the Jump, <laughs> the jump Good. Episode. Episode. The Jump Good episode is so fucking good. Yeah, dude, Jack gets a new pair of Air Jordans and just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, Yo, he really dude. does. Okay, all right, all right. I'll. I'll it's watch essentially the flying. But he can't stay in the air and He can't stay in the air, but that just makes him harder to hit. He can manifest the spirit energy beneath his feet so he can stand in the sky. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Fuck. Next question. You I fucking have bleach. For you guys. Bleach boys. This is a bit that we call lights, camera, action. And what we do is, before the episode started, I asked him uh, for Tim and Tommy to both give me a movie. And now we're going to reimagine them as the same movie. So the movies that we have up up this, this time, this week, mm-hmm. is The Land Before Time. And Spy Kids 3D. Oh, this is the worst. This is the worst thing to have ever heard. This is, this is, no, no, that's bad. This is is amazing. This is so, this is the worst. You eat tree stars to regain your life points. No, who's the one? Who's the one? Uh, I mean, it's gotta be Littlefoot. Well, yeah, it's gotta be Littlefoot. No, it's not Littlefoot. It's, uh, uh, Spike. No, the other one. Petrie? Which one's Petrie? The little pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Yeah. Are you thinking Petrie or are you thinking, uh, what was the even littler one? The littlest one. I'm thinking the littlest one. Yeah. I thought Petrie was the littlest one. No, there's Petrie and then there's this one more. I have not seen The Land Before Time. It's been a long time since, since I've seen I The was Land Before like Time. Five years old. I just remember the, tr- the, Ducky. the fucking. Uh, Ducky? Ducky was the littlest one. What does Ducky look like? <laughs> Ducky looks like a little dinosaur. <laughs> well, no, God it's damn. definitely Petrie. It's definitely Petrie, I okay. think. Petrie's the one. Because effectively, Junie is the littlest one, but the littlest competent one, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, uh, what's his name? I'm, uh, Littlefoot? Littlefoot is the dude who pretends to be the one, who's like, yeah, I'm the oh one. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But then he like dies in one hit or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I try... You know how, like, you, you do that thing sometimes where you, like, go to look up something and forget that, like, there's the rest of the world available yeah, in yes. Google? So I just looked up Petrie, and I got Flinders Petrie, who's an Egyptologist. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, from what year? Is he a 1853 dinosaur? to 1942. So He's he was probably person. super problematic. Yeah. He's a horrible <laughs> Horrible person. fucking person. Yeah, Google, cancel this guy and put Petrie from Land of Before Time as a person. Um... 
So anyway, we gotta we gotta flesh out this movie. So we have mm-hmm. our we have our cast list, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Petrie's yeah, yeah. the chosen one. Petrie's Junie. Yes. And Littlefoot is gonna be the the fake chosen one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining them in the like race portion where they're like <laughs> they get like in cars. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about what the effective cars would be for these guys. It's like. It's not cars, they're just sliding down a really muddy mountain. Yeah, on big rocks that they're rolling around. But they're, like, yeah. running on top of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, mm-hmm. also, they still have their suits on. They still have their video game suits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah This yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. some weird 80s cyber, ro- like, cyber dinosaur fucking yeah. movie. Ooh, fuck, dude. Dinobots, oh, yeah. if you will. Or yeah, Robosaurus, like Dinobots, maybe. yeah. Ooh, cool. So who's, who's the antagonist here? There's Sharp no tooth? antagonist. Who's Sharp Tooth? Sharp Tooth. Oh. Sharp Tooth is the T Rex, dude. I think. Okay. <laughs> so I think. No. Sharp Tooth. Sharp Tooth made this video game. Was yeah. there even an antagonist in Spy Kids Three? Yeah. I thought it it's, was just it's like Sylvester Stallone and all of his copies. Oh yeah, I thought it was just like the environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PVE, not a PVP game. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Sharp Tooth made this game in order to find some dinosaurs that could actually figure out how to stop the apocalypse that kills the dinosaurs. And these are the ones that figure it out. They figure out how to stop whatever the dude. The that actually does sound like a pretty is. good villain motivation for Sharptooth in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like you know, I want the meteor to land so that way it's a natural end to things. Oh, it's nature, you know. Oh, so he's trying to find out who could do it, and so he can get them out of there. Yeah, and oh. Littlefoot, in his arrogance, thinks that he can stop the meteorite. Yeah. Uh huh. But in spoiler in alert: Sharptooth wins. Fuck. No, wait, stop. Stop it. No, not in this wholesome children's movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's what happens, dude. No, dude. In this wholesome children's movie, Littlefoot does die. Yes. However, (laughs) however, (laughs) Petrie comes in with the W, dude. What are you talking about, (laughs) man? She's got the dub. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Petrie walks up to Sharptooth just like, here, here's this. And Sharptooth's just like, what is this? He's just like, it's an L, bro. Petrie, oh, dude, you know what would be a good line for this? What? Petrie says, game over. Yeah, that's and good. And then Sharptooth dies. Oh, dude. And everybody knows if you die in the game, you die in real life. Yep. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it, like, fully zooms out. Like, at the very end of the movie, it zooms out, and a, like, mm-hmm. it was all a dream kind of deal, but it's all on Twitch TV. <laughs> Oh, and it's just dude. some guy watching the stream, and he's like, oh, that was a good stream. I'll be back next Tuesday, guys. <laughs> oh, <dude. Okay. laughs> We're going to redo this in New Game Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go down a different uh, – cho- we'll, we'll pick a different path uh, next time. Yeah, I think we might be able to play as Sharptooth, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah now that we beat the game, we can play as Sharptooth. <laughs> oh, no. Can I get some Pog Champs in the chat, please? <laughs> this is the worst movie ever. Some Petri Champs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine an actual kids show where they included Twitch.tv as like a point of reference inside of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we've got to go consult Twitch chat to yeah. see what we got to do to go to the next part in this game. And then like, it's just a bunch of racial slurs. Oh, <laughs> oh like, my God. No. <laughs> no. I think it's That do be Twitch chat, though. I think... Oh, you know it'd be good. In episode of Door of the Explorer, she's like, "Where are we going? We gotta ask Twitch chat." Yeah, say Twitch chat. <laughs> Twitch plays Dora. Dora Twitch doesn't Dora. even know where to go. Omega lol. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay, next question. So this one comes from at Head Tater on Twitter. Thank you at Head Tater on Twitter, and it is very simple in its execution. Dreams 
versus reality. So now I know what you're thinking. How can you compare dreams and reality? Well, what we're going to do first in this situation is personify them and make them fight each other to the death. Well, Tim, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking Sony PlayStation Dreams versus reality. Sony PlayStation Dreams versus Sony VR. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tommy, you silly, silly man. Um, But yes, I'm I'm fine with the fight to the death. That's a that's a suitable substitute. Yes, (laughs) good. Thank you, oh wise and powerful Tommy, for bestowing upon me the ability to continue with this question. So, personified dreams—they're kind of like, I guess who you think you are in your head, like the way you view yourself in your mind. Like when I'm dreaming or just in general? Just in general. Because I don't know oh. if it's this is necessary. Like, would you guys say this is dreams in like your dreams or dreams in like your mind dreams? Like I, When I read it, I was thinking like sleep dreams. Yeah. Okay. Too. Okay. Okay. I was thinking sleep dreams too. Yeah. Okay. So then we can, we can go with sleep dreams. Sleep dreams can't run anywhere. That's like one thing that is very consistent in all of my dreams is that I have to like run to do something and I'm just like, so lethargic that I like can't run. Something can very, only walk. Something very consistent in my dreams is that I can jump really high though. Something so, that's consistent in my dreams and a lot of people's probably you guys too. Yeah. Anytime I throw a punch, my fist just crumples. Like, yeah. I can't land one. You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. I can, but it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, mm. it just kind of like it's like you're hitting like a yeah. a, a mattress or something. Yeah. Like, right. There's no yes. force behind it. Yeah. Hey, if anybody's listening to this and is preparing to psychoanalyze each of the three versus extreme just uh, don't people, <laughs> just don't. Stop. We already have our own problems. <laughs> yeah. The other night, yeah, it's like I don't something that's also in my dreams, and yeah. I don't know if it is for you guys. Yeah. I was pouring a bowl of cereal and just like a bunch of dicks fell out and like dude, <laughs> that's crazy yeah. dude uh, whoa okay uh another thing that's pretty common in my dreams is that uh, whenever I'm right about to like figure something out or solve anything, uh, it's it's gone. It's gone. It's it leaves my like oh everything's yeah over yeah. It's either that or I wake up. Yeah. I will say this though. Once I enter like the avatar state of my dreams, yeah, I I, I can lucid dream. I don't know if you guys can. I can. So, like, I've done it before. My dream self can literally bend reality. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I so, wish that was me. <laughs> so what we're saying I, it's is not here. every time I dream, but so what, what we're saying here is the uh, dream personification. Effectively, they can't do anything. All mm-hmm. except for jump good. They yeah. do have jump good. I'll give you jump good. Yeah, they do have jump good. However, if they're able to enter the avatar state, <laughs> they can do everything. Yeah. But how do you get into the avatar state, Mark? See, that's the thing is that like it just kind of has to happen. Like I have to realize I'm dreaming, and then once I do, I have to not wake up. That's the next hurdle. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I learned anything from Inception, is that you have to have your totem with you to know if you're dreaming or not. Yeah. Well, that's all bullshit. Oh. <laughs> oh no. no it's like some people like to get into lucid dreaming they'll literally like write something on their hand every day or like give a mark to it and then every once in a while they'll train themselves to like you know every 5 10 15 minutes look at their hand and see the mark and so that way they start doing it in their dream and if they don't see the mark they know they're dreaming shit yeah dude that's nuts mm-hmm. but it, it, then there's also reports about like people do that for so long then in their dreams they just have the mark <laughs> oh no <laughs> It just oh, becomes no. a part of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I know I tried to get into lucid dreaming one time. Yeah. I thought, uh, I think I read online somewhere that if you can go to sleep without moving, like just lying on your back completely still yeah. and fall asleep that way, then you will just immediately be lucid dreaming because the body naturally to conform the mind into dreams has to kind of shift around and move. 
But yeah. if you can mm-hmm. fall asleep without moving around with like just laying there still, then you'll, you're golden. Hmm. That's wild. I did I, it one time and it actually, it, it kind of worked actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It worked one time. Damn. But you don't you don't realize how much you move when you're trying to go to oh, sleep. Yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, I I <laughs> I realize. Oh, yeah, no. I I'm like a fucking tornado in my sleep yeah. and yeah. just roll around. Anyway, I think I think dreams is gonna take this one. We didn't even we don't even have reality spelled out. I mean, well, I just figures like real life. I mean, yeah, but reality, so long as like, I can like get to my dream self before they enter Avatar state. Yeah, that's fair. Also, I okay. If we're going off of like Dream Boy's whole thing, yeah, is they need to start lucid dreaming. Yeah, usually I do this anyway. This is my own experience. I'll start lucid dreaming towards the end of my sleep cycle. Mm. So yes. it's a, it takes a long time for them to get into the into the zone into the See, Avatar state. Now I don't state. want to. Uh, I know. Okay, this is this is gonna be a little bit off the walls for a second here. Okay, mm-hmm. typically dreaming. Only takes place for like twenty minutes. Yeah, during the course of your sleep cycle. Wow. So really, if we start when the dream starts, they have a twenty-minute time. Let's say fifteen minutes. If we're saying towards the end, the last five minutes, they can be lucid dreaming. It takes fifteen minutes for them to get into the avatar state. Can they escape reality? Who has a gun? <laughs> because of course it does. Minutes? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but they have jump. Not good, my dream so, self. But they have jump. They good. do have jump. Good. But like, if I and in reality, if I have a gun, I think I can hit someone. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you have jump good, though, you can just keep jumping, and what are they gonna do? Shoot you. But you could. Ju- you have jump good. Shoot yeah, but like the they'll air. just shoot you when you land. Let me tell you this, Tom. Let me ask you this, Tim. Yeah. You ever heard of birds? Yeah. You know how people shoot birds? That's because <laughs> they find predictable patterns, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, if you're jumping, it's literally a parabola. Yeah, I don't think you guys understand <laughs> what I'm saying. Now, hold on, listen, listen. Be- now, the same logic you used, Tommy, to say that Fire Lord Ozai could potentially lose against Samurai Jack because Samurai Jack has jump good is the only logic I'm using here. Now, Fire Lord Ozai could potentially just shoot one fireball at Samurai Jack yeah, and just kill him. he just blocks it with his sword. He can't block it with his sword. His sword, his sword is a fucking magic. He can't block hey, a fireball. Hey, hey, we already, we already Okay, we're done with that one. Yeah. We're done with that one. I'm not going back to it anymore. I'm just saying... G- You're literally the one that went back to it! <laughs> That's what I'm saying! I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm Tommy, I'm going... <laughs> you guys are wild, man. Listen, I think... Uh, Dream Boy definitely has a chance to take this. Probably yeah. like four out of ten. That's where I'm at. He's got to unlock Avatar State. Yeah. yeah, and it's gonna take a while for him to get there. And in the meantime, I got gun. So <laughs> do you have a fine in reality? Fair. You know, I can uh, give in to four out of ten. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. as soon as Dream Boy gets into Avatar State, it's, it's over. over with. Yeah. Over. He's effectively like Neo in the Matrix. You know. Yes. But better because he can uh, make gravity work the other way. Yeah. Yeah. He can say you're a pickle, and then it's the funniest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Next question, we're done now. <laughs> uh, before we get into the next question, uh, we want to introduce you to this podcast that you may not have listened to before. We like listening to podcasts. You do too. Here it is. We need to acknowledge a fact: your ex sucks. That old teacher that like screwed you over that one time sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair sucks. Writer's block sucks. Mild poetry sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slam Your Ex Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. 
hey, thanks for listening to that. This is Versus Extreme again. Just I wanted to make sure that you knew what you were listening to. Just in case you were confused about it. Yeah. Tom, you have a question? I do. So this is my OC question for this week. We've got a lot of um, like movie-heavy questions this week, I feel like. Love it. But yeah. uh, this is replace a movie soundtrack with completely different genre of music. How does the movie change? So uh, the example that I'll use for this is instead of kind of like the the, the rock hits of the 2000s for Shrek, yeah. um, we instead use like ska music and it turns into a skater movie. Ooh. So Shrek becomes like a skate film. Okay. But just like other movies that are like very heavily dependent on their soundtrack for their theme. Oh, so you're talking about replacing horror movies which like with like uh the B movie soundtrack. Yeah. Like and then they just jazz. become the B movie. I you know, honestly, we should just replace every single movie's soundtrack with the B-movie soundtrack and have it be narrated. I don't know any songs in the B-movie trout soundtrack. It's not th- about the songs. It's about the feel behind It's about them. the B-movie. <laughs> yes. It's about it's Jerry about Seinfeld the... playing a B. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I, I think the thing that made me most uncomfortable that, about that movie is that the B looks like Joey Tribbiani from Friends, but he's voiced by Seinfeld. He does look like Joey from Friends. I've never seen Friends before, so I don't know. You know the dumb one? I've never seen they're, Friends before. Okay, let's so. be real. They're all pretty dumb yeah. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> they're like, I'm 35 and don't know how anything in reality works at all. They were 35 in that show? I have no idea. Yeah, they, they all look like, like they're yeah, 35. They were all uh, like mid-30s. I've seen like screenshots and they do look old, but you know how in those old shows uh, from like uh, back then, 80s, whenever that show was a thing? 90s. 90s. 90s, same thing. Uh, whenever that show was a thing. Uh, the 1800s. People who were like in their mid thirties were playing people who were like in high school. You well, that's know? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, you well, guys I mean, like we still had that problem, but, yeah, true. but you guys, you guys ever watch Greece? Yeah. Yeah. You know how like every actor in that movie was like 35. Oh yeah. yeah and they were all playing high school. Students? Yes. That's yes. the funniest shit to me. Oh dude. Okay. Greece with the soundtrack from like, uh, like a deep synth. Like I'm talking like, um, yeah. Like Blade Runner. Yeah. Dude. dude. Fuck. Like Blade Runner or like Batman. Uh, one of the Batman movies, one of the new ones with Christian Bale. I say new ones with Christian Bale as if that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the wow. Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, wow. I just said one of the, oof. Batman Begins came out in like, what, 2004, 2003? Some shit like that. Ow, ow. Oof, ow. So we're taking phone. a moment yeah. of silence for all of our collective memories. Yep. Okay. Okay, we're, we're back. back with that. <laughs> so <laughs> replace the grease. Like, don't necessarily replace replace the soundtrack, but make the songs in the same style as the music in Batman. In. <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy. The dances, also, too. <laughs> yes. I was thinking of, uh, like, Deep Synth a la um, Stranger Things. Oh. oh. Yeah, like, so kind of like a... Like, uh, like out, out, Outwave yeah. or Outrun. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Outwave? It, I was thinking of Outrun, but oh, I couldn't... Okay. couldn't... Yeah. Outrun's like Dark Vaporwave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's good. That's good. Um, I just like that because it turns it from like a just like a cheesy like high school rom com to like this like neo noir like yeah we almost like a mystery romance movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck, that'd be cool as shit. Outrun has a way of doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about replace the Matrix soundtrack with the Naruto theme songs? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. Nothing changes. <laughs> I was gonna say replace the replace the Matrix music with Star Wars music, and you know that whenever Morpheus or for 
Orphers. Orphers. Whenever, whenever Orphers offers... Orphers in the forest of Borkus. Yes, there you go. <laughs> whenever there he offers is. the uh, blue and red pill, and Neo's looking at him, then you know it plays the fucking... Dark or the light side of the force, Neo. Oh no! What if he picks the dark side? <laughs> He's just like, I mean, if I have a choice, it's right yeah, in front of it's me. Like, yeah. a, well, the power's over there. <laughs> yeah, like, this one's got lightning in it. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, if you guys are in the matrix, are you taking the blue pill or the red pill? Which one does which again? Red pill takes you out of the matrix. Blue pill, you stay. You forget everything. Everything you've learned tonight. Red pill. So you're going into the reality. Yeah, but only if they let me go back in and learn kung fu. Okay. Yeah. I, honestly, red pill. I feel like my curiosity would like, like I wouldn't forget. I wouldn't remember. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, he's just like, you won't remember. You'll just wake up. Everything will be fine. But like, I'll think about my own shitty life. The one that Neo had in the movie. Yeah. And I'll be like, what am I even doing here? I'm just yeah. going to red pill. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my move. Okay. Right. Take both. Ooh. <laughs> no, I, I red pill. Right. Okay. And then once I realize how shitty life is in reality, I do like that one guy. And betray everyone, you sell yeah. out humanity to the robots. Yeah, what the fuck, Marcus? Well, like what everybody's, the hell? everybody's fine. Like, I mean, it's just like the life we're living right now, right? But now I'm rich and I get to eat steak and everything tastes great. Yeah, I, I guess. mean, <laughs> damn. I mean, like you know, it's like nothing changes. I was gonna say blue pill, but like I have a chance here to like better my life, even if it is digitized. I just wouldn't know it. So like, what's the fucking point? You know, like what's see, the... but you wouldn't know that you would have a chance to better your life. If you were just given the choice between the red pill and the blue pill, you can't make the choice under the assumption that you're going to then betray all of humanity. You don't okay, even well know humanity can be betrayed. At that point, I would either take I would take blue pill, or if my curiosity got the better of me and I took the red pill, yeah. then I would fucking figure out how to get back in the Matrix. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> no, I'd be like, man, I hope I'm the one. I really hope I'm the one. Yeah, no, I like. I mean, if I was the one, you know, I gotta yeah. stick around and do my fucking destiny that you gotta fate's be called me for. But like, yeah. if I wasn't the one and they just pulled me out, you know, because they were just like, this is what we're doing. And I'd be like, fucking plug me back in, dude. Yeah. Dude. You can't yeah you, all you guys in, do dude. is eat gruel and live on the shitty spaceship. And almost die to robots every yeah. day. Yeah. I'll be a battery. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I had a good thing going. I was married in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But also, think about it this way. You can learn anything. You can do anything. Yeah, only yeah. in the Matrix, though. Yeah, but, like, that's the only place where, you know, what, you, what you're doing. Yeah. Other than that, like... I'm not the one piloting the ship, you know? I think that just taking the red pill comes with a very big existential crisis that you have to work through. And I just don't think that that's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, okay, it's an existential crisis. However, once you are through that, everything is real, you know? It's none of this anymore. It's not none of these these weird grabby things. <laughs> I just uh, for the listeners at home, Tim just put his hands out in front of him, moves his fingers. It's none of this none anymore. It's none of these. None of these anymore. What you do you still mean? have hands if you take the red pill, Tim. <laughs> but they're real hands, Marcus. <laughs> they're real hands. Yeah, there's no risk of waking up and one day having crab claws because there was yeah. a glitch in the matrix. Haven't <laughs> oh, well, no. you ever it. had that happen before? They just patch it out. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. But the thing about it is. Is that you don't remember that shit, man. You don't remember it. They patch it out. They patch it out of your memory. That's fine, dude. I don't they're, want They're messing with your memory, that. bro. I know, dude. They're, they're up in your head. Body is a battery. I don't give a shit. I will live in the Matrix. I don't give a fuck. You know, I would have thought that we would have been on the opposite side of this argument, Marcus. You know, I feel like under normal circumstances, we would have been on the opposite side. Like anyone who would have known, who anyone who knows us would have been like, yeah, no, Tim's gonna want to save the Matrix. Marcus is gonna want to save the world. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I thought whenever we started talking about I mean, like, this. fuck, here's here's my thing, dude. Yeah. It's like, if, 
I mean, if the world gets saved and they pull me out of the Matrix, all right, fine. I just don't want any part in it. <laughs> you know I'm going to save the world. I would totally take that red pill. Yeah. Especially if Morpheus started talking about, like, I'm the one and shit. I'd be like, hold on a yeah, second. I mean, like I one. said, if Morpheus I'm told me I was the one, then I would have to take the red pill. But then but you would betray guys, humanity. Guys, no, guys, I, would, guys, I would stick around. This is why people join cults. Oh, because they tell you you're the one? Yeah, because they're like, you're the one. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, I'm staying in the. I would totally go into that cult, bro. (laughs) I am probably, I am probably the easiest person to suck into a cult. I promise you, it is not that hard. (laughs) I don't think that's something you want to advertise. (laughs) Hey, you're important. You're the most important person in the world, and I'm going to show you a whole bunch of people that that believe that. Well. That sounds pretty attractive. <laughs> that does sound yeah. pretty attractive. Now go out there and convince everyone else that you're the chosen. <laughs> I'm going to stand back here and make a lot of money and buy too many Rolls Royces and then get shot, probably, yeah. knowing that it's a cult. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Marks, you got a question for us? I do have a question. This one, mine went really off the rails, but it's okay. We yeah, have a really a good, good talk about though. the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a new thing that I want to test out with you guys. Okay. So you guys know Fuck, Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. This is a new one that I call Drunk. Slow dance, bank robbery. Mm. So, this I'm about is to my give you guys... new favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to give you guys three different characters. You have to decide who you want to get drunk with, who you want to okay. slow dance with, mm-hmm. and who you want to do a bank robbery with. Oh. Gotcha. So, here's the choices. Okay. For drunk, slow dance, bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Hank Hill. Uh huh. Don Cheadle. Yeah. And Mewtwo. Yeah. Oh, dude, I already have automatic mine. no. And Mewtwo from the from the Pokemon movie. The Pokemon movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I get drunk with John Cheadle because that sounds like a fucking blast. Yeah, that does sound fun. I slow dance with Hank Hill because I feel like of these three, Hank Hill would probably be the best at slow dancing. And I fucking rob a bank with Mewtwo because he would be really good at it. That's fair. That's fair. I was not thinking about who would be the best at robbing a bank with. I was thinking about who would be the most hilarious to watch rob a bank, and that's <laughs> Hank Hill. I would 100% rob a bank Yeah, with but you've got to rob it with him. Yeah, that's fine. I would get wasted, wasted with Don Cheadle. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then I would slow dance the night away with Mewtwo, guaranteed. Now, yes. Mewtwo could slow dance like a, like a mother trucker, dude. Yeah, because he has floats. So yeah, much, exactly. He has so much passion, too. Yeah, I mean, he like, so he, well, passion. he's just got all the sauce. And yeah. he has this, a really strong frame that you could depend on. Yes, Mewtwo would leave. I always yes. thought Mewtwo was squishy. What? That's just like my head cannon. Is no, that like Mewtwo's got like just a squishy body. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't take away his like frame, like his like his posture. You know, him. He he holds. He ha- okay. Now I'm gonna. There's a there's a certain way you hold yourself when you're leading as you're slow dancing with someone. You have to hold yourself very like. Uh, it's not necessarily. I don't want to say like tightly, mm-hmm. but it's like strongly it's hard to explain yeah, but see, you have I to think have Hank a... Hill would have that dependable frame that Hank Hank's too stiff I think so I'm I'm actually on board with Linky like yeah. fully I already thought this out I'm I'm we're all in agreement we're getting mm-hmm. drunk with Don Cheadle yes I mean, we like, are getting yes. drunk with Don Cheadle, we're getting drunk with Don <laughs> yeah. Cheadle. and then after that I think yeah I'm gonna slow dance with Mewtwo and rob a bank with Hank Hill and the reason I want to slow dance with Mewtwo because like I said the passion one two just be so smooth yeah uh, so I feel smooth. like I can change him. And three, <laughs> I, uh, you're the same. You're both the same. <laughs> Hank Hill, robbing a bank with Hank Hill. First off, I feel like it would go off without a hitch so long as I listened to exactly what Hank had planned. Oh. <laughs> and then it would also be funny as hell watching Hank Hill with a gun just being like, bang, bang. Everybody get on the goddamn floor. <laughs> <laughs> God. See, I just, 
I feel like Hank would have too many reservations about robbing a bank to be able to do it effectively. Yeah, but like this is like the assumption that like that he's, he's there, already that willing. That yeah, you don't have to convince down. him anymore. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, in that case, I I can see that. I still I still want to mm. slow dance with Hank Hill and fair. Uh, rob a bank with Mewtwo. Also, to be honest, Tommy is the most likely one to succeed at this bank robbery. Yes, I want to get fucking rich. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, me and Mewtwo are splitting the million dollars halfway down the middle. Yep. Mewtwo's going off to live in Santa Monica, and I'm gonna go way up in the north in Canada in a fucking shack in the middle of the woods where nobody can bother me. Are you talking about Breaking Bad style? No, I'm talking about living in a shack in the middle of the woods in Canada style. Yeah, Breaking Bad. I don't know. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad takes place in New Mexico, Tim. I don't think that's in Canada. (laughs) Spoiler alert. At the end, Walter White has to leave and escape, and he goes into... uh, Well, thanks, Tim. Now I'm never going to fucking watch Breaking Bad. If you haven't haven't already watched Breaking Bad... You're not going to watch it, I promise you. Well, now I'm never going to break bad. Okay, well, good. You shouldn't, Tommy. Stay in school. Don't <laughs> yeah. do drugs. But the blue meth. No. The, I'm sorry? The blue meth? The blue meth. I thought you said the the balloon meth. <laughs> <laughs> also, fun fact, the show Breaking Bad, whenever it came out and became really popular, actually had a effect on the general purity of common street meth. Really? The purity increased, like, drastically. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, speaking of meth, I was actually watching this video, and it was by this uh, guy who's a a former meth addict, and he was talking about how, like, uh, he was in a, uh, he owned a trucking company, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And one of his his drivers actually got him into meth, Um, but, like, his driver was, like, getting it straight from the cartel, so this was, like, pure, uncut meth. Oh, no. Jesus. Yeah, and so, like, he was just talking about, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes around, if you take it and you go on a bender, you're going to be up for, like, four to six days. He said that he could go on a bender for, like, 20 days. Holy. Just because, like, how fucking, like, Holy pure and uncut shit. it is. Yeah. It's wild, dude. Also, the same person, this is the guy, right, who has been, who always talks about the struggles of addiction, right? No, this is another guy, but, like, yeah, I know where you're going. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't yeah, do no, that's, Yeah, don't do meth. We're just talking about, like... fucking buck wild. Holy shit. Know, the yeah. fucking crazy stories. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do not do meth, I swear Please don't. I, I will come to your house and beat you up, okay? Mm. Yeah. Well, you'd probably find it pretty hard since they're on meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but the guy you're talking about, Tim, he was telling a story about the first time he tried meth, he came in his pants. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> we didn't have to talk about that part. Yeah. Nice. And that's our last goof. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and... Slow Dancing with Hank Hill. Nice. I'm yeah. really glad that there was nothing about meth in that. <laughs> Me too. Uh, you can find Max on Twitter, at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter, at Antlergoss. And most importantly, we would like to thank you... Our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to send us submissions, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, or you can shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps push us up in the algorithms and gets other people to be able to hear the same great goofs that you've come to know and love. Um, Also, please hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which was... I like the, uh, I think it'd be fun to see people's responses to the... The um, Lego set? Lego set. Yeah! Uh, What movie would be the least appropriate to make a Lego set out of? We would like to hear what you have to say. If you think that you have a movie that we did not uh, 
give enough of a chance or if there's one that we just completely fucking forgot about because we're stinky brain boys that don't have no knowledge about nothing yeah let us know well except for me and if you like this episode please tell a friend word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners and we love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible thank you so much for listening go listen to slam your ex and i think that's all i think it is mm-hmm. i'm marcus driscoll good night san francisco i'm tommy calhoun don't do math and i'm tim and i love you Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.